BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ciao, Bellas. Hope everyone is doing fantastic. If you're watching this on the YouTubes right now, you can see that I have a nice Old Navy sweatshirt tied around my Show Me Your Moo t-shirt because that's what Italians do. I don't know if you've ever come across a, you know, mid-50s to 75-year-old Italian man in the streets of Rome, but their uniform is is this. It is a nice tailored jean, a Gucci loafer, a white button-down, and a nice cardigan tied around the neck. So I'm still feeling, you know, in the words of the Countess de Lesseps, feeling Giovanni. I'm feeling Italian. The weather has chilled here in the United States and I'm ready. I am ready for the fall. I am feeling it. I am ready for sweater weather. I am just dialed into having something draped around my shoulders to make them look smaller than they actually are. Anyways, we're going to recap all things Italy. I know you are dying to hear, you know, what, what went on, what happened, what I did, who I am, uh, you know, how my vagina is feeling. And I'm excited to share that with you. But Jeff and I had a great trip. You know, we went on a little trip for his birthday. We went to see the Ryder Cup, which is the golf tournament, which is essentially the United States versus Europe. And it's a big deal in the golf community. It's a longstanding rivalry. And spoiler alert, we didn't win. (laughs) We did not win. But that's okay. There's always next time in the next two years. You know, the Ryder Cup is something that is is similar to the Winter Olympics. Well, the, the Olympics period, right? No, I'm sorry. The Olympics are always every four years, but we get an Olympics every two years because they inter, intermingle. You know, one one summer, it's the, the summer games, and one winter, it's the winter games. Do you all know that the math is mathing? You understand how I figured that out in my head, right? Okay, anyways. So we went, and yet again, I am winning absolutely wife of the year by uh, taking Jeff to the Amalfi Coast. We had a gorgeous couple of days. We spent all of our chase point, points. There are no more chase points. And we really balled out at a five-star resort. And, you know, I'm just going to say something. Nothing makes me more annoyed is when people DM me, and they're like, wow, Heather looks expensive. It is. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I went on vacation. I luxuriated. I cashed in the credit card points from all my Old Navy purchases. Let a bitch live, okay? I still live at home with my mom. You know, the Jetta is paid for. Leave me alone. Let me relax. But I did. I cashed in all those points. And we stayed at a gorgeous place. We went and saw our girl, Barbara Positano, who's my boat queen. She sent her hot little nephew to be our boat guy for the day. We jumped into the Mediterranean. Guys, learn something new. Did you know the Mediterranean is a sea and not an ocean? (laughs) I did not know that. It's not that I didn't know it. Like, obviously, you say Mediterranean Sea. But they, my boy... My boy Davide said, Heather, you don't have to worry about any real creatures in the water other than like a mahi, a tuna. No sharks are around because it's the sea. It's not the open ocean. And I don't know who needed to hear that. So the next time you're in the Adriatic Sea, in the Mediterranean Sea, is there a China Sea? Anytime you're in a sea, there's going to be less critters than if you're in an ocean. And I just want y'all to know that that is something that finally my head was able to wrap around. So as I was jumping into the chilly waters of the Mediterranean Sea, I was doing my Wim Hof cold plunge every morning, you know, and I was having a white wine by 11 a.m. I clocked it on the dot. That's why my blood pressure got high because I drank every single day. And if you know your girl, you know, I'm working every weekend. I maybe have a glass of wine after a show, but I'm too thirsty, sweaty, exhausted, and tired to really hit the bottle. But when I'm on vacation, your girl gets up, has an, a cappuccino a macchiato, about 4,000 calories. And then I am opening up a crisp glass of Pinot Gris at about mm, 10.59. And I don't want to hear it. Okay. I want no judgment. People are like, "Mm, (laughs) breakfast wine. Yes, it is breakfast wine. You want to know why? Because I'm clocked out. I'm not on the job. And if I have a couple white wines before noon, you're still going to get great content. You know what I mean? I might say something a little controversial. When I'm alone in my own thoughts, staring out to the sea, it can get a little zany. And you're welcome. But I had a great time. So I was drinking every single day. And Jeff's not a really big drinker. My husband's never been a big drinker. He partied hard in college like we all did. And then he matured. The rest of us still, you know, overindulge at times. So I was getting drunk by myself at lunch every day, just laughing my ass off, consuming another 10,000 calories, going for a, a, a cold plunge at 3 p.m. I met the coolest couple. I want to give a big shout out to Jen and Mike from Tampa. All right. Now, here's the deal. I know I'm coming to Tampa soon. And if you've been to any of my shows, you know the Tampas are always the wildest shows. But I met this bad bitch named Jen, and she is a baller. All right. She runs her company. We're sitting there having drinks. She knew who I was. We start chit chatting. All of her girls are coming to my show. And it was so refreshing to talk to another woman who was just fucking doing it. She's like, oh, yeah, my husband's a stay at home dad. He takes care of the kids. I'm out on the road slinging, selling software to, you know, tech startups left and right. This bitch is a badass. So Jen was so kind and we ended up having a blast. We're getting drunk together every day. And I said, hey, I don't really have a mentor when it comes to like other women running the show. And she said, here's my number. If you ever have any questions, I'll answer anything. We ran into them at the Ryder Cup. But she and her husband, Magic Mike, as we called them, they're boat owners. You know, hopefully they did try and sell me their boat when we were having drinks. They were trying to (laughs) 
wipe their hands clean of their catamaran. And I said, Jen, I don't know if you know this, but I don't make catamaran money. You know what I mean? I'm hoping one day, I'm hoping when the nudes leak, I'm hoping when, you know, the butthole pics go live that I then will be able to have catamaran money. But she was hoping that she was going to pawn her catamaran off me. And Jen, you know, you're in sales. I'm in sales. Who's the easiest person to sell to? Salespeople. I am the easiest sell. You come to me with a half-ass sales pitch. Doesn't even have to be full razzle-dazzle. You come to me, you, I, what is it? You know what I mean? Anytime my friend's kids are selling magazines, selling, you know, any sort of like car wash subscription, uh, Girl Scout cookies, I say, here's $1,000. I love the hustle. I don't care. Even if I don't have the money, I will go into the red just to support your sale. And because I like that, I like anybody who has a gumption and the balls and, you know, the, the pussy power to come to me with a sales pitch because I know how intimidating that can be. So anyways, Jen is uh, pushing me for the catamaran and we're just getting drunker. We had the best time, but we were sitting around and you know, I love a vacation friend. Okay. So I'm hanging out with Jen and Mike. They're a ton of fun. We're having a blast. She's like, girl, call me anytime you have business questions. I have no idea what I'm doing either, but I'm running the show. I said, hell yeah, girl. We're sitting there. And okay. So I come in from a boat day. Jen and Mike are waiting for us on the dock. We've, we're having a spritz. It's a great time. And you know, I love a vacation friend. All right. So I've already checked it off. I'm high as a kite. Cause I got, I made a new buddy on vacation and it was obvious that we Okay, hold on. Let me let me slow this down. When you make a vacation friend and then you see that other couples at the beach, at the the pizza bar, you know, at the waterside pavilion get jealous that you have a vacation friend and they're all the way in Europe and they want to chit chat because they have nothing left to say to their spouses. So this guy comes up, this older couple from Atlanta and then this older couple from North Carolina. And it was just one of those moments where I, I had, I just, I lost my mind. Okay. I lost my mind. So Jen and Mike and Jeff and I are having a great conversation and this couple comes up and they're hammered and they're from Atlanta. Innocent, nice, whatever. And the guy's like, hey, you think they're going to have any more Mick Ultras here? And I said, sir, you're in Italy. Maybe have a Peroni, you know, have a Stella Artois. That's a Belgian beer, but just have something local. And anyways, we're playing the name game because they're from Atlanta. And then this couple from North Carolina comes up and the guy who's trying to strike up conversation says to me, he goes, well, anybody else here only drink Coors since the whole Bud Light fiasco? And I just, I had had enough of a spritz and enough of a lunch wine to say I am the youngest person in this group of clearly older people who are highly successful and who can also afford this five-star resort, even though mine was on credit card points. <laughs> and I just said, everyone here drinks Bud Light. You are the only fucking person who does not drink Bud Light. And I said, uh, do you have a problem with the Bud Light? Because I don't have a problem with the Bud Light. And that's all I said. And Jeff kind of looked at me. He squeezed my knee and he was just like, oh, she's had too many. I was ready to pop off because you know what? There's nothing worse than being on vacation, meeting new friends and having somebody try and infiltrate the friendship group. And then you find out they're a bigot, homophobe and potentially racist. There's nothing worse. You know, here we are representing the United States of America. Look at us, the United Nations. Everyone's getting along. We're having a great time. We're a great representation of the United States. And then you got this one guy who's trying to make small talk. Also, why would you ever open your small talk with, hey, y'all hate trans people? <laughs> like, why? 
Why would you do that? And I just snapped off. I popped off. And then immediately this guy recoiled. And I was like, we have enough vacation friends in this circle. We're good. And I I popped off on this gentleman. And it just was, I just had had enough wine. And I did not have time to deal with the small-minded people who were trying to be funny. And we're not funny. Also, who the fuck goes to Italy and drinks uh, uh, domestic beers? God forbid you have a Hugo Spritz, which is elderflower and white wine and a little bit of club soda. God forbid you try an Aperol or a Campari or maybe you do a Prosecco or fuck it. I don't know. Just scotch on the rocks. God forbid. But I saw this guy with the, the bad energy, dark energy coming our way. And when he threw in his little Bud Light comment, I was literally like, we all drink Bud Light. We all drink it. It's delicious. And I just went off. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Amika. Listen, let's get clinical. Amika's clinically proven shampoo and conditioner duos are the best of the best. And let me tell you, your hair will look like you just left the salon, even though you did this at home. They are science-backed formulas that are powered by nourishing, naturally-derived ingredients with no nasties that deliver visible, woe-worthy results for every hair type. I freaking love Amika, okay? I love their dry shampoo. I love their regular shampoo, their conditioner, all their hair masks. All of it is so good. Listen, I didn't really realize until I started using Amika. I had a stylist that turned me on to it. Their dry shampoo is the best dry shampoo, point blank period ever. I will tell you, Amika is what I take on the road. It's in my bag. It's in my vanity closet right now. Like, I use all of Amika's products. And what I love about Amika is they were kind and clean before that was a thing. Amika has always been vegan and cruelty-free. And they're clean plus planet positive at Sephora and B Corp certified. And they use seed buckthorn, which powers all their products to nourish your skin, scalp, and strands. I love Amika. Their stuff is the absolute best. I promise you, you're going to love it too. You can shop all my favorites at loveamika.com. That's L-O-V-E-A-M-I-K-A.com slash absolutely. And get 20% off your order. 20% off discount automatically applied at checkout if you use my link. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Expires 11-1-23. Again, that's loveamika.com slash absolutely to get 20% off your order. You know what was the number one thing I packed when I was going to Italy? It was my AG1, baby. I really take it all the time, every morning. It is my jam. And I am, you know, well, one of the reasons why I didn't come back sick is because I took my AG1. And why? Why would I take AG1? Because it is in one scoop, in one scoop in water, you are literally getting 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food sourced ingredients of high quality. They give me the most major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. Listen, I cannot drive this message home enough. If you are going abroad and you are not used to going abroad, you need to bring AG1. One, your immunity is going to be low. Two, you need that energy boost from the jet lag. And three, you're not going to be regular when you're going to the bathroom. I make sure the day that I'm flying out, I take my AG1 in the morning. And then as soon as I land, I take another AG1, you know, on an empty stomach with a little bit of water, easy breezy, just one scoop and some water. And that way you can stay regular. There's nothing worse than when you've been on vacation for five days and you haven't gone to the bathroom. I love AG1. It's so easy to pack. And if you want to take ownership of your health right now, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. That's drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Check it out. You're going to love it. I promise you, I've never led you astray when it comes to anything health and wellness. I've been the guinea pig. I've tried everything. I will literally take it. We have 60 bags of this stuff at home because 
My husband takes it. My mom takes it. I take it. Everybody takes it. It is the best. Go to drinkag1.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. Speaking of brands, not sponsored, I'm having a crisp Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. I don't know when was the last time you sipped on a Dunkin', but mm, a little ASMR for you. Not too acidic and just right. Also, didn't know they had coconut milk. Shout out to Dunkin'. You know, I mean, look at the condensation on that that cup. That is, you know, that's icy. It was delicious. Sorry for the uh, the rant. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't. You know, here we were having a great time. And that's why you got to be so specific. You really got to get the first night of vacation. If you want to invite somebody new into your group, you got to make sure you vet them. And I could see this guy's energy coming from a mile away. And I was like, we do not have time for your old ass to be sitting here trying to throw out some sort of joke against trans people. I don't have time for it. As the youngest member of this group, I don't. Be the you today you want to be tomorrow. Be the change in the world that you want to see. There you go. Okay. Okay, I, I didn't have time for it. I didn't have fucking time for it. And, and, and then, of course, he's like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I write jokes. And he's like, you're angry. And I'm like, because I had a great boat day. I had calamari by the sea. I hung out with this cute guy named Davide, who was half Italian, half Australian. And we had a beautiful day. I polar plunged in the Mediterranean Sea. And I learned that the sharks couldn't get me. I had a great day and now I'm having to deal with your ass. It takes a lot to, to make me go crazy. But when I black out, we'll see ya. Anyways, on a positive note, we went to the Ryder Cup and let me tell you what, those Italians, they get you with those golf courses. It was all uphill. It was 102 degrees. I've never been so dusty and dirty in my life, but we had a great time. I mean, if you ever get a chance to go to a Ryder Cup, go. The next one's in Bethpage, New York. Shout out to Long Island. It's going to be crazy. But if you ever get a chance, and ladies, I keep telling you, if you are single and you are ready to mingle, go to a golf tournament. There was so much single loose dick in the air uh, on the European side, on the American side. I would say, say there was 40,000 people there. Uh, there were 15 girls. Okay. At any point I could have joined a circle jerk and it could have changed my life. So I want y'all to know, get tickets to golf tournaments. You want to find some men? You want to get dick down? I'll see you at the, the ninth, ninth tee box. All right. You're welcome. But we're going to get into the voicemails today. What else? I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm on one. I'm zipping this Dunkin' Donuts coffee's got me feeling crazy. I did put up on Instagram, I want to answer some just zinger questions. Y'all always love when I do that. And I and I appreciate the feedback. Also, thank you guys for tuning in to last week's episode with the incredible Your Rich BFF Vivian too. I got so much great feedback. People were like, thank God you had one serious conversation about finances. Because Lord knows, you know what I mean? I I have, the well is is runneth dry. I went on my luxurious luxury vacation <laughs> and we're starting from scratch. So, you know, I told Robin, I said, you better pull out that frozen chicken in the back of the freezer because we're not going out to dinner anytime soon. So everybody buckle down, you know what I mean? Buckle down and, yeah, and, and I, I don't know, start reaching through the pantry because it's buttered noodles for us. What else is going on? Okay, let me get to these ask me anything real quick. I don't know, y'all like these. Oh, but also I threw out my back. 
I got to tell you something real quick. I threw out my back. It's starting to get tight. And it was getting tight because I was walking uphill. This entire golf course was uphill. And I'm not exaggerating like, oh, you know how your parents said, you know, back in my day, I had to walk uphill in the snow, 20 below to get to my education. To get to the white wine stand or the gelato stand at this event, at this San Marco golf course, it was uphill. And I have shin splints and my back started to seize up. So I'm getting on my my British Airways pod the other day. And this is how you know I become super fucking soft, okay? I used to party like a rock star. When I studied abroad, I was out in the club till 8 a.m. I would emerge from a nightclub in Florence and then I would have to go to my class at 9 a.m. And here I am, I've done two days of walking at a golf course and I get in my pod, my first class seat, and my back was so tight. I looked at Jeff and I said, I'm not going to make it. And I had to take a muscle relaxer on a nine hour flight. I had a lay flat bed and my back couldn't handle it. I have become soft. I don't know what I need to do to start, you know, just feeling like I, because here's the thing we said, that I've said this before. You know, sometimes when you start to get older, you start to bitch about the back and then the back becomes the neck and then the neck becomes the arthritic fingers and you just get crazy with it. And I'm like, when did I become unable to do basic things where my body shuts down? Now, in Europe, your your urine will absolutely be brown. It'll be a, a dark brownish hue because you're just simply not hydrating the way you do in the United States. But, you know, that'll scare you. But the fact that I did three days, two and a half days of walking, and then Jeff and I on our last day went to the Coliseum and snapped a few photos, and then my back fully went out. So I go see my PT yesterday, and she said, what'd you do? I said, I don't know. I walked uphill, and I laid in a pod. And my, my PT is 23, fresh out of you know grad school. And she looked at me, and she said, you're a little bitch. And I said, I agree, Monica. I absolutely agree. So she's dry needling me, scraping me, cupping me. She said, when did you get so soft? And I said, I don't know, bitch, but I'm going to get a tattoo because I got to start feeling frisky again. All right, what am I doing? I'm all over the place. I went on a rant rant about this couple that tried to infiltrate my friendship group on vacation and now I've lost my track. Okay, here we go. Let's do the quick Q&A. I'm going to answer some questions. Ask me anything for the pod. All right, I'm just opening this up. So I have not pre-looked at this. Okay, how does Jeff feel about the Travis and Taylor news? If you don't know about that, that means Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. Well, I pulled the prank on Jeff. I don't know if you saw this on the, the interwebs, but you know, I said, Jeff, and I recorded him. It's so crazy that Taylor Swift really put Travis Kelsey on, on the map. And Jeff was like... Taylor Swift has done jack shit for him. He won the Super Bowl. He's the fucking best tight end of all time or whatever his position is. And I, he does have a tight end. Dude, Travis Kelsey is hot, but I have a confession. I have a real confession. His brother, I actually had a bigger crush on. And I used to have the biggest crush on his brother. Oh my God, who plays for the, the Eagles? More my type, a little juicier. You know what I mean? A little bit more of a bear zaddy. But how does Jeff feel about it? He, he, you know, as long as the Giants are winning, he doesn't care. And you know what? Guess what? The Giants are not, in fact, winning. So <laughs> he's in a bad mood all around. Ooh, okay. Emily, who is my new social media video editor guru, she said, am I your favorite person on your team? Emily, you are. Christina is sitting in the room, but that's different. That's different. <laughs> Tina is, is my sister. Emily, you are 
the light of my life. Y'all, big shout out to the younger generation who's keeping me cool, okay? Between my physical therapist, Monica, and Emily, who is my girl who's helping me do some uh, video editing and, and, you know, just keeping me on the pulse of what's cool. She will text me in the morning, yes, girl, slay, purr, you've got this, queen. Oh my God. She told me that gifts, gifts are out. And she said that her generation only sends each other, instead of sending a gift, because I love gifts, Nothing makes me laugh harder than if somebody sends me a, remember Tiffany Pollard from I Love New York? If somebody sends me a Tiffany Pollard, I Love New York gif where she's literally like, you can choke, bitch. Any of those gifts. Like if you have my phone number and you send me a gif as soon as you hear this, that is just Tiffany Pollard from I Love New York, then I, you are immediately number one in my heart. I will favorite you. I will pin your, your, your messages. But she said that her generation doesn't do that, that they send iTunes links to songs, right? So say if, I don't know, her response wanted to be, I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston. She would just send a link to that song. And then I'm like, so then I got to click on the song and listen to a minute and a half of this fucking song till I can get the joke that you're trying to send me? Too much thinking. It's too much. But I love her. Shout out to my girl, Emily. Okay. Would you rather have hands for feet or feet for hands? I'd rather have hands for feet because I would still, I'd rather have hands for feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much easier because you still have hands. Does that mean I still have my regular hands, but then I also have hands on my feet? Well, great. You know what I mean? Uh, Fantastic. I could give you a back. Do you know how nice it would be to just give somebody a massage by just kind of rubbing your toes or rubbing your hands against your, your toe hands against their back? Ugh, great. How do you treat your eczema? Here's the deal. Great question from embrace underscore zero zero. You treat your eczema. It means you have an overgrowth of yeast. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. Um, You also sometimes can grow out of it. So when I drink a lot, my eczema gets bad. It's too much sugar, sugar, carby shit, yeasty. You got to do a candida cleanse. Okay. You got to cut out, cut out the bullshit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just do a, I do a bone broth for 24 hours and see how you feel. But when I would drink in college, dude, when I would drink heavy at the levee, I would wake up. If I had been like, you know, doing penny pitchers of beer, I'd wake up and the, the, the corners of my elbows and the backs of my knees would be so inflamed. I couldn't sit crisscross applesauce. You know what I mean? I don't know where my eczema warriors are out there, but I want you to know, I see you. I hear you. We are one together. You know what I mean? Things that are helpful. Colloidal silver, an oatmeal bath, you know, just deep moisturization. But also you can't have, you can't moisturize and then go in the heat because then the sweat builds up in the, in your crevices and then there's more inflammation. It's a, it's a tricky situation and prayer helps, you know, just cutting out the bullshit in your life. And unfortunately, probably going gluten-free. Okay, currently in Europe with my husband and all these little hotties are topless at the beach. All right, here's a big thing. If you go on your honeymoon to Europe, you will be surprised that the European gals are a little bit more free the nipple. I love it. I would go topless, but my thing is I'm really rocking a one piece these days. So it's not as flattering if you just pull down the one piece and then it's just sucking you so tight right underneath the rib cage that the bra fat squishes back up. Actually, it might kind of work like a corset. Maybe I should go a little, (laughs) but you know how to like get out of your top, your one piece. It's like getting out of a romper. Nothing about it's going to be, I'd say flattering, but free the nipple. We were doing our fabulous boat day. And when I say 
we came around a little cove of, of hot Italian gals with their tits out. And Jeff and Davide, our boat captain, were having a field day. And I just sat on the back of the boat, drank my white wine with fresh peaches from Barbara's garden that her nephew Davide brought for us. And I just said, look at him, enjoy him, enjoy, take it all in, be a pervert. I don't care. That's the way of life though. You realize over here, we're all covered up out there. They're free in the nip. If you go out to a nightclub, no one has a bra on. Meanwhile, in the States, I got two layers of Spanx. I got titty tape, hold my breasts out. Just let them go. Just literally do the helicopter with your tits. Live, laugh, love. Nobody cares. In Europe, no one cares. Literally, they care about nothing except eating good, getting dicked down, and, you know, finding a cigarette at about 1 a.m. Did you know that you can tell the difference between a laboratory-grown diamond and a natural diamond? Laboratory-grown diamonds are mass-produced in factories in just a few weeks and are easily detected due to their distinct patterns. On the other hand, natural diamonds are over a billion years old and support the livelihoods of over 10 million people worldwide. The positive impact of natural diamonds is widespread. Around 80% of the value of every rough diamond remains in local communities and supports infrastructure, healthcare, education, and environmental protection. So next time you're thinking about celebrating a special moment in your life, remember that your natural diamond also protects vulnerable wildlife species and brings prosperity to many less fortunate communities around the world. Listen, who doesn't love diamonds? For more information, visit naturaldiamonds.com. Again, that's naturaldiamonds.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know what I like? Getting help. You know how I like doing it? Better. I love BetterHelp because BetterHelp is just a really great way to get therapy and make it easier. When life feels uncertain, when you get bogged down, when you're doing too much and just shit feels crazy, you know what? Sometimes you need to talk to somebody. If you've ever benefited from therapy, okay, you know that it's the best of the best. And when you go to BetterHelp, it is an amazing way to just connect with other people. And it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. What I love, it's safe, secure. You're online. You do it on your time. Nobody has time to like drive an hour in traffic, go sit down, talk to somebody when you can do everything online. That's the way to do it. Again, work smarter, not harder. Get the help, get it better. Visit betterhelp.com slash absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash absolutely. Again, I love it. It's safe. It's, it's private. You just, all you need to know is that you go online, you fill out the little questionnaire and they're going to connect you with the right person today. Again, that is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash absolutely to get 10% off your first month. Live your life better, not worse. Just do it the right way. Betterhelp.com. Okay. What's your process for determining your material? Pod, Insta, or shows? Just curious. (laughs) Great question. What a professional question. The process is I don't have one. Now, when I'm writing for my shows, I keep certain things that I'll say on the pod and then certain things that I only keep for my shows. You know, I'll sit down in my basement for about two weeks before I go on tour and just like Rain Man, write out shit. And then I try it out on the road and see what works. For the pod, I just come in here with a great attitude and a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Mm. 
and let it fucking rip. You know what I mean? Honestly, the pods are my favorite time of the week because I just get to, you know, put myself on camera and act like an asshole. And okay, for Insta, Insta again, I... (laughs) I feel like I should have some sort of, like, I really thought this through, but I don't. I just let it rip. And that will, I'm sure, come back to bite me in the ass one day. Tell us your most embarrassing story. What is my most embarrassing story? Every day of my life is embarrassing, you guys. When I, when I'll tell you my most embarrassing stories. When I go and do other male comedians' podcasts, and then I go and read the comments on YouTube, and I see what other grown men say about my physical appearance, (laughs) makes me want to kill myself. (laughs) But I won't, because I know I'm still hot as shit. No, doing what I do, period, is a very vulnerable thing, and I leave it to the internet to embarrass me. I mean, I've had some just zesty DMs. Uh, you know, and listen, you can let it make you or break you. And so far it's made me. So guess what? Hey, Josh, if you live at home with your mom, suck my dick. No, my most embarrassing story, usually anything where I had like, I was hungover. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I definitely like shoiled myself before, but it was only in front of like Jeff and my mom. And, and you know, that we all had a good laugh. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure it's coming. Knock on wood. God forbid. Okay. Do you do anal? Wow. Okay. Lindsay coming in with a question. You know, it's not my favorite. So we're just going to move on from that one. Okay. All right. I love that. Do you do anal? What is wrong with you? It's Wednesday morning for God's sakes. I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't mean to bring you into the same sentence as do you do anal? All right. Ooh, I need some baby girl names. What are some of your faves? Due date is on your birthday. Ooh, okay. That's fantastic. Baby girl names. Well, if if your baby's going to be a Pisces, let's think of aquatic names. Let's think of something that's light and loose. You know, I mean, Amalfi's coming to mind because I was just there. You know, I have a friend who named her daughter Riviera. They call her Rivi. That's a great name. Oh, okay. Let's think. Uh, Water, aquatic, boat. You could name her uh, Catamaran. Call her Cat. Love that. Jet ski, you know, jet for short. Ski ski. I love that. Let's think. Something else that's a little, you know, ooh, I'm I'm thinking wet, wet, wild in the ocean. Shelly, seashell. What else is something that's, you know, Oceana. That's fun. Wow. Oceana. That's fun. And you don't know what her future is going to hold. That's a fun one. I like that. You're welcome. <laughs> Give me credit for that. Okay, what celebrity would you match make Robin with? Mm, there's two. I love Andy Garcia, and I think he's physically her type. She likes a Latino man. Uh, I believe he's Cuban. Here's the thing, though. He's happily married. So shout out to the, the lovely Garcia couple. I also think Liam Neeson would be a fun time. He lost his wife tragically. My mom lost her her husband tragically. I think, you know, he's Irish. My dad was Scots-Irish. That could be fun. You know, we all love the movie Taken. I think that would be a nice mix-up. Who else? Harrison Ford's Taken. He's married to Ally McBeal. And Martin Short. Martin Short, give us a call. I think he would be a fucking hoot and a half. And Robin's never really spent a lot of time in Canada. So I'd love to make that, that happen. All right, what's going on? Ooh, top five sandwiches. All right, somebody took a, Emily, shout out to Emily, a member of my team, took a clip from my podcast and put it on the internet where I was just spitballing my top five salads. And I left out the wedge and I left out the freaking whatchamacallit. What did I, 
a Chinese chicken salad. So Joan's on third, my favorite restaurant in LA came for me. I know Joan. Okay. Joan is an icon, a legend. She literally DM me and said, what the fuck, Heather? And I said, I'm sorry. My blood sugar was low. I was just spitballing on the podcast. I don't prepare anything professionally. And then all my girls came for me that I didn't mention the wedge. I'm sorry. Okay. So let me take a breath and not fuck this one up. Top five sandwiches, grilled cheese. Okay. I don't know where that ranks, but I would say grilled cheese is up there. Now, not don't fuck with me with the American cheese. All right. We're not craft singles. We're doing a mixture of a gouda, a sharp cheddar, something really nice and melty. All right. You got to put it on a, a sourdough buttered on both sides. A really great grilled cheese is in there. Some sort of Italian sub, you know, that's got three different types of salami, capicole, mortadella, a little prosciutto. It's got mozzarella. You've got, I want the pesto. I want an aioli. I want hot peppers. I want the whole thing. What's a BLT? BLT is number one. I'm going to say it. BLT is my number one sandwich. All right. You got the crispness from the bacon, the, the salty, the fatty, the acidity. You got the tomatoes, beefsteak. You got a nice lettuce. You got a Duke's mayo on there, toasted. You tell me, is there anything better than a BLT with a steak fry? There's not. Cider ranch? Double dipping, bam. So BLT, grilled cheese, Italian sub. I'd say a chicken salad sandwich on a toasted croissant, fucking chef's kiss. I like the chicken salad with the grapes in it. I do. You know, go ahead, lock me up. I'm I'm a renegade. And what's the next sandwich? I love a banh mi. Let's really throw a, let's throw a little Vietnamese, a boomerang in it. I love a banh mi. A toasted banh mi. Oh my God. You get the crunch of the nice vegetables. You know, you get a little bit of, there's a little cilantro in there, just some shredded carrots. I like it with a little toasted tofu. You know what I mean? Call me exotic. I love a banh mi. I'd say grilled cheese, BLT, chicken salad sandwich, Italian sub, banh mi or what's another sandwich I love? Oh, and a club. But to me, a club is also adjacent to a BLT because all a BLT is, is just all a club is, is a BLT and then you add turkey. You know what I mean? Also, I got to say something. And I know that people are really going to come for me. You know what I don't indulge in? I don't understand that that Thanksgiving leftover bullshit where people put mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, and stuffing with turkey and gravy on a on white bread. That's disgusting. That is dis- Christina is saying that is delicious. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. You do stuffing cranberry and mayo? lock her up immediately. That is way too much. That is too, there's too many soft things. It's all mush. Also, any of y'all still eating white bread, get out of here. Oh my God. At least get a fermented sourdough. It's good for the gut flora. Oh my God. Be like, I love that that Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. That's fucking repulsive. I don't do it. No. And I'm sorry. I know this is going to sound insane. I can't reheat mashed potatoes. Once they're hot, we're done. I can't reheat them. I got one, one and done. All right. Let's get into some more of these. Are you hiring women? I only hire women. <laughs> I hire women. Everybody who works for me is a woman, pretty much. And if not gay. So, you know, figure that one out. Okay. All right, man. Y'all are giving me a lot of heat for this salad shit. What would you do if you won the lottery? First and foremost, you know, you hire an attorney. Okay, you tell no one. You do not tell a fucking soul. You hire an attorney. I would be one of those people who has to show up 
to get my ticket in like a Batman costume. You don't want anybody to know that you've come into money. You also take the lump sum. You do not take the full amount. You take whatever they're going to give you post-taxes, you take it. So say if it's $100 million and they're willing to give you 50, you take the 50, okay? You want that in your bank account. You don't want the government or the lottery association to be paying you out. They're like, oh, we'll pay you a little bit a year. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen? Two years down the road, someone's going to siphon off all that money. And then they're going to go, ugh, our hands are tied. We can't pay you out. So you show up in a Batman costume. You collect your check. You have your attorney present. And I'm sure you probably open an LLC or some sort of trust. And you tell no one. You go to work on Monday. You go to work on Friday. You maybe, you know, retire a year later. But you just slowly roll out of that work. I don't know where you're working. You know, maybe you're teaching third grade. You tell everybody, you know what? My hip's bad. I got to take a year off to do, to get a hip replacement. And you just tell no one. You just, you just lightly go ahead and buy an island and move there. Go off the grid. Don't tell anybody and enjoy your wares. You know what I mean? I'd start a Frenchie farm with 600 French bulldogs and I would fucking tell no one. Are you, who are we kidding? I have a podcast. I would immediately tell you when I won the lottery. I can't hold in secrets. I'm sure when I, if I ever get pregnant, I'll pee on a stick and tell you guys at the morning of, because <laughs> I don't have boundaries. We're talking about Lumi. You want to know why? Because it is. Lumi is America's number one whole body deodorant. pH optimized for pits, privates, and beyond. They also have DO wipes for 24-hour odor control on the go. I'm going to tell you firsthand right here, I took those DO wipes and I put them in my bag and I put them in my little fanny pack that I took out to the Ryder Cup. And if I had not had those, it would have been Stench City. Thank God I took those with me. I also started using those on the road after I come off stage. I doused myself in those because, you know, I sweat like an absolute whore in church when I'm on the road. I love Lumi. One of the reasons why I love it, because it's the first of its kind. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere in your body. Pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, oh, and feet. You know what I mean? Put it anywhere. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. Clinically proven to block odor all day and control up to 72 hours. The other thing that I love about it is like, unlike some deodorants that try to mask odor with fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-deodorant. You are going to love their starter pack. As a special offer for my listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code absolutely at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code absolutely. You will thank me later. Trust me, I love Lumi. It's always in my purse. It's always in my bag. And you're going to love it too. lumideodorant.com. This episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast is brought to you by Saks.com. Again, that's Saks.com. Listen, I love, you know, replenishing my closet for some fabulous fall fashion. And when I am thinking, okay, all right, I'm busy. I'm on the road. I'm touring. Where do I go? I just need to be able to go somewhere fabulous online, order the things and have it delivered to my house in the best way. That's why I love Saks.com. Also, you know, you can type in keywords like maybe cozy vibes or maybe I'm feeling like a disco vibe. Oh, but you know what I love for fall? I love a power suit, okay? Nothing makes me feel more empowered as a boss babe than a power suit. So I can literally just type in on sex.com. I can be like, hey, where's my power suiting at? Ooh, or maybe I want a freakum dress. Maybe I want that revenge dressing. Maybe you just broke up with your ex and you're like, listen, I know I'm gonna run into him at a bat mitzvah, so I need to type in revenge dress. 
They have everything. You can shop just on your vibe. Listen, we love sax.com. Of all the fun ways to shop sax.com, you can shop by your star sign, by vibe, or by your favorite 90s revival trend. At sax.com, you can even shop by situation, like finding the perfect revenge dress from brands like Christopher Esber or Cult Gaia, which you know is a fan favorite. They have all the top brands, all the things you love, Anything you could ever imagine is right there at Saks.com. Discover new ways to shop for everything every day at Saks.com. And another reason I love Saks.com is they have fabulous designer shoes in those big girl sizes. So if you have a cheddar block foot just like me, don't worry. You can get the Stuart Whites when you can get all the good stuff. Again, that's Saks.com. Shop for anything for every day and for everything at Saks.com. What's your biggest ick that Jeff does? Let's see. I mean, men in general, just every other day, there's a deep eye roll because I'm like, oh, God, we're still here. We're still doing this. My biggest ick that's probably it's going to seem irrational is but when Jeff gets irrational about medical things, it really it's not even an ick. It frustrates me because I'm like, you're going to be fine. I've actually had like kind of horrifically scary medical things happen to me. He got a migraine the other night and I was like, you're going to be fine. I said, go to the freezer. What do I have in the freezer? I have a cap. I have a cap that you put on your head. It's already frozen because I know migraines are coming and it, it cools your brain. And then I did the trick where you squeeze the inside of your hand. I gave him like to Excedrin and I said, lay down. He just gets, he spirals and all men do this, but it is such an ick where I'm like, woman the fuck up. Okay, you got a headache? Did you drink water today? Do you need an electrolyte? When was the last time you had food? Were you around any chemicals? You know, were you, were you dicking around in the garage and maybe you huffed in some paint or something? Let's figure this out. Usually anything could be fixed with either food, hydration, electrolytes, or I don't know, a dick tickle. Like everybody just calm down. And he went on a, t- I got a migraine. And I'm like, I actually get debilitating migraines. An ick for women in general is when men get sick. When men get sick, it's like the world is ending. It is over. It is done. They are, they shut down. Okay, say you got a headache. Just take some electrolytes. Lay down, put your feet up. You know what I mean? I don't know, hit your head on the wall a couple times. Move the energy. I I live my life with a headache. You know what I mean? There is such an ick when a man gets sick. And I try, I really do. I'm an empath. Did you know that I had two different people that I met in Italy ask me two days in a row if I was an empath? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Two different women, two different women, two different days said, Heather, or stop me. Hey, this is going to sound weird, but are you an empath? And I said, I think I am. That means I feel a lot of feelings. So I try and be very sensitive to what other people are going through. But there are days where I'm like, woman the fuck up, Jeff, take an Excedrin and get back to the yard work. You know what I mean? When I get a headache, I don't get to slow my roll. All right, now I'm, I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. Now you, the ick is turned into, I'm going to go home and start yelling at Jeff about shit. You know what I mean? One of my favorite episodes that we've done is the Suffer in Silence episode from a couple, from like two months back. <laughs> and Jeff last night woke me up with his fucking headache and he was going like this. He, again, again, he said that he he was trying to be quiet. Ugh. just walking, got up, went to the bathroom, peed, got back. Finally, I sit up out of bed. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I go, what's wrong, Jeff? He's like, I've got a migraine. I'm like, go down to the freezer, put on the migraine cap, 
drink some water, take an Advil. I didn't mean to wake you up. You heard me? I'm like, yes, Jeff. It sounds like you're taking a dump in the corner. Ugh. Ugh. And then, of course, he has amnesia. He wakes up this morning. I've already been up for a couple hours because I'm jet lagged. <clears throat> then he has the audacity to be like, how'd you sleep? I'm like, fine, Jeff. How's your headache? He's like, how'd you know I had a headache? I'm like, we talked about this in the middle of the night because you were all through the fucking house. Let's get to the voicemails. Hey, Heather, this is Taylor in Austin, Texas, just calling in with an uh, absolutely not an SOS to looking down at the Ryder Cup at 8.30 in the morning and realizing that I had bled all the way through my cute white skirt. Uh, so that's a problem. Sometimes you find yourself at 8.30 in the morning at the Marco Simone Golf Course in Rome, Italy, just scrubbing the crotch of your skirt uh, with a tie-to-go pen. And then my sweet husband proceeds to ask, you know, if some food may help. And I need to hear him explain this to me. So, so I say, how exactly, you know, do you think that the food that the foods are going to help my situation here. And, and sure enough, he says, you know, to help soak up the blood. So I'm like, yeah, dude, let's, uh, let's stand in line, get me just a fat breakfast roll. Hope that that hoagie helps to soak up all the blood inside of me. But in the meantime, let's hit the first aid tent and hope for the best. So I asked the first aid tent people for a tampon. They look at me like I'm crazy. To be fair, I guess I am speaking a foreign language. So I proceed to kind of act out, you know, free bleeding in front of, you know, all of the grown men drinking beer, walking around. Uh, then they say, ah, ah, tampone, because because tampon and tampone are, are so different that they couldn't comprehend what I needed without me acting it out. But sure enough, they don't they don't have any tampons because women's health care is a tragedy here and abroad. So absolutely not to all of that. Absolutely not to not seeing you at the Ryder Cup. I really thought this was going to be our moment. Um, but absolutely yes to everything else. We had a great time. I hope you and Jeff had a great time in Rome and at the Ryder Cup. Uh, safe travels home and love and light. Okay, sister friend, I am so sorry that that happened to you. There is no worse feeling in the world. One, wearing white, you're already living on the edge. I mean, I constantly, I wore a white skirt, a cute white spank skirt the last day. And I, I'm not even close to starting my period. And I literally kept asking Jeff. I was like, Jeff, did I start my period? And he's like, stop. Like, no, you didn't. I'll let you know. There is nothing worse. As a woman, that's the most embarrassing thing. Okay, when people ask what's your most embarrassing thing, if you've ever bled through something. You know what I mean? Because it just feels, it just, there's no way else to describe it except you're like, well, everybody knows. Everybody knows. I'm a feral fucking cat right now. I love that you went to the first aid tent and you said tampon. And then they finally fit. Como se dice a tampon? And they're like, tampon, nay. Oh, yeah. So we got it. Here's the thing, too. When you go abroad, they don't have applicators on any of the tampons. So you're raw dogging it. Okay. They give you, you know, it looks like a, a, a little eraser you'd get on a mechanical pencil and you got to shove it up there. And, you know, you've been sweaty. You've been out at a golf course all day. The wind's whipping. You're covered in, you know, dirt and grass. And then you got to just shove it up there. And if they didn't have it, they, they'll offer you a pad. I, I Listen, I'm not trying to period shame anybody uh, at all. If you enjoy a pad, great. If you don't enjoy one, no worries. But I'm not a pad girl. You know what I mean? I like to just think, I like things inside me, not on the outside. That just makes me feel a little bit more protected. Side note, remember when Diva Cups became a thing and then everybody who used a Diva Cup would then shame the the, the, the tampon users? Remember that? I had a friend who literally was like, you should be using a Diva Cup. I'm like, 
No, because you got to wash it in your dishwasher. That's disgusting. It takes a lot to gross me out. I'm actually a, a pretty go-with-the-flow person. But when I saw people rinsing out their, their menses in the sink, I said, enough. Okay, enough. Don't tell me I can't use organic unbleached tampons and I got to stick a measuring cup or a, a funnel up my vagina. Everybody relax. But yeah, if you're if you're abroad and you're looking for proper feminine care, they are renegades out there. Okay. I think the entire country of Germany is just free bleeding. All right. If you've ever met a German woman at a Harry Styles concert and asked her for, you know, a, a tampon, good luck to you. She's going to give you a sweatshirt and say, YOLO. I mean, there you got to come prepared. That's the one thing people say, hey, Heather, what do you take to Europe? Bring tampons. You're going to need them. You're going to need them. Also, side note, I love that your husband thought, let's get you some food. He, because he thought two parts. He said, one, you're probably going to be a bitch the rest of the day. So I'm going to feed you, get your blood sugar stable. Maybe you won't be a bitch. And two, the, the, the breakfast roll, you know, the Italian panino is going to soak up your attitude and all the blood. Guys, I don't know how to tell you this. That's not how that works. All right. Some days it's a light flow. Some days it's a heavy. Some days it's clotted. Some days you don't even really know you're on your period. That's what always confuses Jeff. It's like, I'll start my period and I won't really know it's coming. He's like, how are you still confused by this? How are you still surprised? I'm like, I don't know, Jeff. I will PMS for four days and then my period will not come. And then, and then all of a sudden on, on a Wednesday at 3 p.m., I just start spotting. I don't know exactly know how to tell you. I don't know if you know this, but the, the man has put us on birth control for so long that we don't know our bodies anymore. And I can't get off the birth control because every time I do, I get horrific ovarian cysts that explode on airplanes. So it's a real catch-22. Okay? You know what it's like to have to stay on the drugs because if you get off of them, your body explodes? Yeah, I didn't think so. You know what I mean? I have to be on it. Because if not, then I get fucking crazy. You know, I have a lot of girlfriends who can't be on birth control. I always thrived on it. And I don't know what that says about me. Skin clears up. You know, the weight's sort of stable. It's the only time. when I, As soon as I get off of it, all my hair falls out. I have cystic acne and I get giant ovarian cysts that explode. And I can't live my life like that. You know what I mean? I'm out here just trying to regulate. I will say, though, they did have great food at the Ryder Cup. So your husband probably did get you a nice little treat. But it was really wild to see the Italian staff trying to serve all these Americans who were like, you know, with golf, you have to keep moving, right? You're, you're, you got to keep up with the player that you're following. And I went and got gelato, pistachio gelato. And let me tell you what, this girl was like Mr. Bean from that scene in Love Actually, the movie. You know what I mean? Where he's putting, he's, he's uh, wrapping up that nice piece of jewelry at, at Harrods and he's taking the rosemary and he's sprinkling it in. And what's his name? Was it Draco Malfoy? Who's the guy from the actor from Harry, Harry Potter? Snape. The guy who plays Snape is like, I need you to hurry. I need you to hurry. And Mr. Bean's like, just one second. Alan Rickman. If you know the scene with Alan Rickman and Love Actually, and he's trying to buy this necklace for his secretary. I mean, that was it. This woman was literally scooping the gelato, going as slow as possible, making triple espressos for everybody else. And I said, Andy Amo, we got to go. A Pieti, I got to start walking. But they had paninos. I had a carbonara burger. It was a cheeseburger with just a, a fried egg, bacon, 
and like a like some sort of aioli. It was fucking delicious. Everything was like free ranged. They kept having these chicken and fries stands. So I'm thinking I'm going to get chicken tenders. No, it's a nice roast chicken on a skewer with delicious hand cut French fries. So no matter what you're getting, even at fast food, if you've never been to an auto grill in Italy, it's their version of like a Bucky's. You can get an espresso, a glass of wine, a fresh mortadella cheese plate, and 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 kiss a man named Luigi. Okay, that everything is fresh, organic, and you live your best life. Honey, I'm sorry you bled out at the Ryder Cup. You know that happens, and of course, because there was only ten women there, you probably didn't find anybody else who had a tampon. I mean, I'm I'm surprised we all didn't cycle sync when we were there. Also, people got, I had a couple girls run into me and they're like, hey, Heather, like we've been looking for you everywhere. I'm like, I'm in the shade, bitch. Okay, I got a stage three sunburn. I was in the shade. I was hung over half the time just in the shade. Because every night after the tor- tournament, we would go to this place called Il Falchetto. Shout out to the staff at Il Falchetto. Okay, I basically became the mayor of this restaurant. Food's phenomenal. Best Amatriciana I've ever had in my entire life. And if you don't know what Amatriciana is, it's just like basically a really nice tomato sauce. Don't think marinara. Okay, all it is is they take tomatoes and they, you know, crush them up in a pan, add a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper, and pancetta. Like really good guanciale, which is like pork fat. And it's nice. You get little bites of bacon and a really nice, almost sweet, perfectly salty tomato sauce. Not marinara. Marinara is different. This is like a Pomodoro real light, okay? Not sauce, but sauce. Do you know what I'm saying? Best thing. I went and got this Amatriciana every single night. It was the best thing I'd ever had. So anyways, next thing you know, after the Ryder Cup every day, we do, we had a standing reservation at this place. So we'd go back and we would go back and then all these other people would show up. So we just started parties. Shout out to Lisa from Philly. Met Lisa, who was from Philly. She was great. She got hammered, was drinking limoncello, told me she drove a minivan. Her husband was hot. He had a gold chain on. I was definitely feeling the vibes. I mean, it was, we partied every night there. It was fantastic. Hey, and I want to give a big shout out to my favorite place in in Florence that y'all have really blown up and put on the map, Trattoria Perione. They just won a 2023 Traveler's Choice Award. And I got to be honest with you. I know it's because of y'all. So big, big thank you and shout out to them. I, I, you know me, I love supporting people who do good stuff. It is the, the best feeling in the world is to give you guys great advice when it comes like eat here, go here, shop here. I, that brings me joy to see other people's businesses flourish. And uh, y'all know I never steer you wrong. As always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Let's get into some more of these voicemails. This has been a real wild episode today. Here we go. Heather, good evening. This is Jackie in Jacksonville, Florida, by way of Atlanta. Absolutely, yes. My husband and I just bought our first house. Um, thrilling. Absolutely not. One of my neighbors, in the spirit of Halloween, has decorated the, their home. And what is not okay and what is not absolutely, absolutely not is the fact that they decided to put a pretend dead body, which is like basically a burlap sack with that stuff from Hobby Lobby cotton, you know, situation. And then like ties to make the shape of a body and then surrounded with caution tape. Not okay. We don't need to be so spooky that we become 
you know, hinting at murder, homicide, death. It's, it's a no. Okay, this is a fantastic voicemail. I don't know who needs to hear this, but this is a absolutely not PSA. When it comes to Halloween decor, yeah, keep it spooky, but but ch- child ready, okay? This woman just called in and said somebody wrapped up a burlap sack to make it look like a dead body and put caution tape around it. You know what the next door app doesn't need? A fucking crime alert. We're already looking over our shoulders. You know what I don't need my child doing when they come to trick-or-treat? Stepping over possibly grandma's dead body. I mean, what's wrong with people? Halloween's supposed to be spiders and ghosts and, you know what I mean, funky lights and maybe a blow-up of a jack-o'-lantern. And now you've got, you know, a dead relative on the front lawn. Are you out of your mind? Although I would kind of love the day that I I have people come trick-or-treat on Halloween to wrap up Robin and just put my mom in just a rocking chair. You know what I mean? I let her rock back and forth. And then when the kids come to ring the doorbell, she scares them. You know, nothing scarier than a 75-year-old redhead with a glass of wine and blood coming out of her mouth. And you're like, oh, God, grandma died giving out candy. She didn't. And when your kids shit their pants because we are the biggest pranksters in the neighborhood, no, I would never do that. I hated that as a kid. When you walked into the scary house and there was always one house that pretended, you know, they had a sign like, no one's home, enjoy the candy, and you reach into the candy bowl and then their, like, 16-year-old son named fucking Dylan would pop out of the bushes and then I'd shit my Scarlett O'Hara costume. That was the worst, you know? And I'd have to go back to the house. I'd have to cut eight cul-de-sacs short because I just soiled myself. It wasn't nice. That wasn't a nice trick. You know what I mean? And there was nothing worse than the, the, the house that handed out the healthy shit. And especially, you know, we got the non-toxic mommies these days. If, the, if my kids, I don't have kids, if my French Bulldogs go to your house and you're handing out applesauce, so help me God, I will ruin your life. Unbelievable. I mean, my dogs can't technically have chocolate, but regardless, don't be that non-toxic mom. You know what houses I always loved? The ones who handed out drinks. And I'm not talking about alcoholic. You know how hot and thirsty you would get in your costume? Because you're wolfing down Butterfinger bars. You're sweating in that polyester costume. And you're just running with your friends. Just fucking running through the neighborhood. And I'd always get, you know, 10 houses down and I'd be (gasps) dry heaving at the mailbox. Like, y'all grab a fun-sized Milky Way for me. I'm not going to make it. You know, but the houses that would pass out like Cokes, like Coke cans, a Sprite, so you could wash down the sugar with more sugar. The houses that had Gatorades, dude, if you you knew you were in a good neighborhood, if they were passing out Gatorades, I would go to the house. I, I like being the, the soft drink house. Maybe that's what I'm going to do this Halloween. Just pass out really good drinks. Spindrifts. LaCroix, you know, the kids drink seltzer now, Gatorades, coconut water. You know, you got to stay hydrated, pass out electrolytes, do the damn thing. I always appreciated the drink house. I think we didn't, we didn't give them enough thank yous and appreciation at the time. But if you're a house that's handing out sports drinks, good for you. Good for you. But no, we don't need somebody putting a fake dead body, a skeleton, sure. Because it's obvious it's not real. But a dead body? Out of your minds. 
The HOA should give you a hefty fine for being a jackass. Unbelievable. Welcome to the neighborhood. Who died? Someone in this house. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. Um, I have an absolutely not for you this week. Basically, I made like some history with women's golf. And now an alumni from my college is trying to have me suspended for having TikTok sounds that have cuss words in them. And my school did suspend me. And that's technically not allowed. So now I have to get the NCAA Division Three sports representatives involved. So wish me luck. Such an absolutely not. Wait, hold on. I want to make sure I heard that right. She said she cursed in some TikToks and now someone trying to get her suspended. It's fucking college. She, you must go to like some uh, Christian college. You must go to, and I, uh, you know, you must go to a very conservative college. I mean, come on. Women athletes are already trying to get a, a fair way in this world. And then because she maybe wanted to say a couple F-bombs on the TikToks while she's doing her get ready with me for her match. And now you got some snitch trying to take you down. God, unbelievable. Listen, honey, reach out to me. I'll do the best I can. If you need a character witness, I will. I'll show up. I don't know where the school is. I don't know what school it is. I guess we could just Google. Yeah, Google like top golf results top college golf results oh my god i'm sorry listen i gotta be honest with you my generation did not we did not have we had facebook and stuff and i've already told you you know i i went to a couple fraternity parties there was a cowboys and indians theme you know what i mean i know that i have photos of myself and i thought i was cute at the time didn't know you know what i mean i profusely apologize but we didn't have the social media like you guys do i mean this is unbelievable and they're going to try and use that against you when you're a top female golfer? <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I see what they did there. Get bet they wouldn't do that to a male athlete. No. Je- Jedediah over here actually, you know, uploaded himself jerking off in the dorm. And they said, you're going to have to sit, do extra laps in practice. But meanwhile... You know, you're doing your Charlotte Tilbury face beat and you drop your, the little, the little wand thing, the little contour wand, and you said fuck and you come back into frame and then they want to kick you out. Unbelievable. Suspending for cursing. What are we doing here? You know what I say that? Absolutely fucking not. God, I tell you what, you know, women, we get two inches forward and 10 miles back. <sighs> Believable. Hey, Heather, it's Tori from Florida. So I have an absolutely not and also like a wellness update for you. Uh, backstory, a year and a half ago, I was on my parents' boat helping them clean it, being a good daughter. And my dad had the engine compartment open working on it. So it's this huge, like three by three open hole can fit a grown man. So my dad was warning me literally every 10 minutes, like, be careful. Don't fall in this hole. Don't fall in this hole. Um, so I fell in the hole anyway and landed directly on my right butt cheek. I had a bruise literally all the way down my hamstring. My muscle to this day is like split in half. I have an indent, scar, like permanent bruise, all the things, been to plastic surgeons about it, whatever. So fast forward, I was at the chiropractor last week, just doing, you know, full body wellness check. 
and they did all my scans and she said, my pelvis is completely crooked. My spine, quote, looks like if you took a garden hose and twisted it, that is what she said. And my neck not only has no curve in it, you're supposed to have like a 45 degree curve, straight as an arrow, but I actually have a curve in the wrong direction between my C2 and C4, which she said, quote, she has only seen in people who have suffered major accidents like a car crash. So absolutely not falling in an engine compartment and apparently fucking up your whole spinal cord and therefore your central nervous system. Um, and absolutely not them quoting me $3,000 to fix it over the next 12 weeks because insurance companies hate chiropractors. Okay, love and light. Can't wait to see you in Fort Lauderdale this month. Okay. One, I am so sorry you fell in, in the, the engine compartment of your dad's boat. I'll tell you right now. Out the gate, that's a fucking travesty. Yeah, you got injured, girl. And I mean, here's the thing. As we get older, you know, it's like when grandma falls and the hip breaks, she's pretty much done, you know, and that is, that's what happens in your thirties. It's your back. That's what happens. Okay. In your seventies and eighties, it's the hips in your thirties. You know, you think you can ride a lime scooter and you fall off. And as soon as your back's fucked, you're fucked. And when, once the L5 goes, good luck to you. I mean, I've been dealing with this, not to that extent, and I'm not trying to pin chiropractors against physical therapists. I see both. I swear by my chiropractor. I swear by my physical therapist. But I don't think any chiropractor that wants to charge you, I never trust the chiropractors that say, for X amount of money and eight, and, and eight sessions, you'll be fixed. No, no, no. I think we need to find a new chiropractor. I think we need to find a physical therapist. You're probably going to have to pay out of pocket. Send me your GoFundMe. We'll put it up on the Instagrams. I mean, listen, this is an absolute travesty. You fell in a in a boat. You fell on your dad's boat. You know what I mean? If that isn't an opening line for when you start dating again, you know what I mean? Why are you in a wheelchair? Fell on my dad's boat. Guys will at least, the upside of that, guys will hear it and be like, her dad's got a boat. You know, I bet he's a fun time. So they'll already want to marry into the family. So even though, you know, you're not doing great, you know, as long as, you know, your vagina still works, I say go for it. I think this is actually going to help you in the dating world if you are single. But I will say, I think we need to find maybe a different Cairo. Okay, because they're really throwing a lot of negativity at you. And you know what I don't want anybody to ever do? Tell me something super negative right before they crack my neck back into place. That seems like a little gaslighty to me. And again, I love my chiropractor. Shout out to Dr. Malucci. But you know what I don't like? Being gaslit right before you adjust my neck. Any, any of them that ever say, oh, you know, for five grand and 10 sessions, how do you know I'm going to be healed in 10 sessions? You know, you better be suggesting that I'm doing one of those float rooms. I, I'm doing some vagus nerve work. I'm doing some EMF tapping, some stretching, some physical therapy. I'm doing a cold plunge, a hot plunge, a dry sauna, a wet sauna. You better be throwing the whole left side of the menu at me. If you told me, hey, go sit in a cheesecake factory for two hours, put your feet up and have a passion fruit iced tea, I would say that sounds like a great recommendation. But if you're just saying, oh, it's $6,000 in 10 sessions and you're going to be fixed, don't trust it. I guarantee there's another chiropractor out there who's not selling you snake oil. Unbelievable. You know, and I love it. I've never seen anything worse. You know what? I don't want to hear that. I don't appreciate that. I Do you know how I got hurt? I fell on my dad's boat after he repeatedly told me multiple times to not do that. So now I already have trust issues with my father. And I'm rethinking, why do we buy the boat in the first place? 
You know what I mean? Do you already know the, the chiropractor should have thought of the, the spiral trauma that you're already going through. You got a bruise on your ass, your back hurts, your L5 is shot, and now you're trying to shake me down for a couple grand saying that you're going to heal me and you've never seen anything worse. You know what? I was in Thailand getting a tuxedo jacket made. Don't ask. And the man said to me, he has never seen broader shoulders in his life. You know what? A bit of information I didn't need to know? That. Some days, you know, I understand the doctor's really trying to lay it on thick. Hey, this is how that conversation should have gone. So your spine and your pelvis is not at an angle that I like to see. Not, I have never seen any injury worse. Like you already feel like dick. So why make me feel worse? That's snake oil. You walk away from that. Go on trustychiropractors.net and I guarantee you'll find somebody better. Unbelievable. But you got to do the physical therapy. You got to do the Thai massage. You know what I mean? You got to, I don't know, buy some crystals out in Arizona. You got to do it all. You got to throw all of it at it. Because when my back is out, I got to do everything. If I don't do hot sauna, dry sauna, cold plunge, hot plunge, you know, walk over some coals in my backyard after Jeff's worked on the uni grill, you got to do everything. So don't trust anybody who says one thing's going to fix it. All right, ma'am, I'm also very sorry. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, girl, this is Brittany from Dallas with an absolutely not. Um, me and my fiance are getting married soon. We have a groomsman in our wedding that not everyone cares for. Um, absolutely not pertains to him. I mean, I get taking your baby to a bar. I get it. Like, you don't want to leave that life behind um, pre-baby. So you take your baby to a bar. Um, but he kind of took it next level. Um, absolutely not to taking your baby to a bar and bringing the baby's walker and letting the baby just like sit in his walker and like gallivant around the bar. Um, that's an absolutely not like what happened to strollers having to a high chair, a baby board join, you know, where you hold the baby strapped to you. I feel like those would be more logical things. Um, but no, took the baby to a bar, put him in a walker and just let him have free reign of the place. Um, love and light. Love you, sister. Saw you in Dallas. It is amazing. Um, have a great day. Thank you for that great voicemail. That's another absolutely not. I mean, every single one of this, these have been an absolutely not. Sometimes I disagree with y'all, but these are, I'm on, I'm on everyone's side. We are all one today. So this guy brought a baby to the bar and, and let the baby run around in the little walker thing. And if you don't know what that is, you like strap your baby in and they use their little feet and they just kind of roam around. Okay. Like, like, like little baby tarantulas on the ground. Yeah, that's first of all, you know what's the most filthy place? The 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 floorboard of a bar. There could be broken glass on the fucking floor. I mean, have we not there could be a loose lemon peel? You know, there's sticky shit everywhere. What are we thinking here? You want if you want to bring your kids to the wedding event after I already said no kids, that baby is strapped to you. That baby isn't a baby bjorn. Cover its head, maybe put little headphones on it. You know how when you see babies at like football games or concerts, because the babysitter couldn't make it, they put the little, the little ear protectors on. They're just headphones, but I don't know why specifically for babies, they're ear protectors. It's loud in bars. Your, your kid better have earmuffs on so they can't pick up the bullshit that we're putting out. And you had the audacity to put your baby in just essentially an F1 car and just let them zip around the bar, you're a bad parent. 
And I really am not a parent shamer. But that baby, baby better be strapped on the back, ears protected, toes and feet covered. God. You know, there's nothing worse, too, when you say, hey, this is a kid-free thing, and then people guilt you into bringing their kids. <laughs> That's fun. Well, we're going to bring our baby. Well, I asked you not to. You know, it's my party, and I don't want baby Cameron here because that could, you know, I don't know, the, that could be bad. I don't want baby Matilda here. I don't want baby, you know, Jesse. Is anybody naming their kids Jesse anymore? It's a solid name. You know, I just, I, unbelievable. I asked you not to bring baby Jesse. And you you put the baby in a pair of rollerblades and gave them a Long Island iced tea. And they're just zipping around this joint. Oh, your baby's smoking a cig outside? You're looking for baby Jesse? Yeah, I gave him a cigarette. He's outside. Wait, y'all, side note. When we were sitting at the Milan Airport, sorry, not Milan, the Rome Airport, waiting for our flight. <laughs> we were sitting next to this very country couple, very Southern. And I heard one of the wildest things I think I've ever heard in my life. We're sitting close to duty-free where, you know, they sell everything. You got the rum, you got the perfume, the makeup, the olive oil, whatever. And this woman turned to her husband and said, hey, do you want to get some Jaeger at duty-free? And I laughed so hard to myself. I haven't heard in, does anybody ever purchase Jaegermeister at duty-free? Is this something we're even still buying stateside? And I just turned around because I was like, I got to see what this guy looks like. I got to see if this is a Jaeger kind of guy. And he, you know what? He threw me for a loop. He was in a nice golf shirt. And I didn't, I didn't think that this was a Jaeger kind of dude. And she just said, hey, you want to get some Jaeger at the duty free? And I, I literally, Jeff and I were staring at each other. We're like, who the fuck is buying Jaegermeister at duty free? But apparently there's a, there's a niche market for it. So I would love if anybody here works for like dutyfree.com or just the duty freeze in general, if you could give me a sales report of what sells highest abroad with people coming back into the States, like I would love to know the statistics on the Jaeger. You know, is this, is, do we, do we realize that the supply and demand for Jaeger, it's, it's like a hot commodity that you can't get stateside? She's just like, honey, Tyler, you want to get some Jaeger duty-free? And he was like, you know, I'm going to think about it. And he thought about it. Now, I got on my flight before I knew if he, whether or not he got the Jaeger. But I was like, damn. I bet he's a damn good time. Oh, my God. Can you imagine your friends, Tyler and Mandy, they come back from their trip to Italy, and they're like, we got y'all something. We, we, we hit the duty-free. You know what I got you? Jaeger monster. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my God, I haven't done Jaeger in forever. And for those of y'all who don't know, I believe the history of Jaeger, because I know a lot of facts that I've been spitting at you today. Jaegermeister used to be a digestive. It used to be something that they gave to people in, in the Germans area, the Germanic region, for if you had an upset tummy. I'm, let's, let's Google this real quick. Jaegermeister usage. Medicinal use. It's good for your stomach. Oh. It says, wearing a bold crimson flush, Jägermeister was originally used as a digestive and anti-inflammatory treatment for chronic cough, eczema, and stomach illness. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did not see this coming. While many of you, 
while many of us are known to do Jägermeister by way of shots, Jägermeister is a popular after-dinner sip in Germany taken to aid in digestion. This just in from the Googles, if you have eczema, buy yourself some Jaeger. Fuck yeah, doggy. Here we go. If your skin is itchy and your tummy's rumbling, do a shot of Jaeger and you're going to be healed. You heard it first from the lips of the Jägermeister marketing team. Didn't know. So there you go. Y'all, if y'all are abroad, buy you some Jägermeister at the Diddy Free. We would also love to be sponsored by Jaeger. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unreal. You learn something new every day on the Absolutely Not podcast, okay? It's a beautiful thing. All right, I'm going to let y'all go. I've been having a blast today. Hey, also, next week is the biggest week of my life. The Netflix special, Son I Never Had, comes out on Netflix. It comes out October 17th on Tuesday. Mark your calendars. Cue it up in your Netflix queue. I am so excited, and I am so grateful for for all of the support when it comes to launching this special. This was such a, a labor of love. And again, I am so grateful for all y'all's support. Also, want to let you know, we have tickets that are on sale, okay? We're coming to Baton Rouge. We're coming to Jackson, Mississippi, Tampa, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I am also opening some primo prime seats in Atlanta. We came in, we're shooting the second special at the Fox Theater, November 9th and 10th, and we opened up some prime seats because we moved some cameras around. So get your tickets at heatherontour.com. All these shows are going to be sold out. Get your tickets. I don't want to see the DMs later where you didn't know I was coming to town. I'm telling you right now, I will see all my girls, especially Jen from Tampa at the Tampa show. I love you. I mean it. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye, your Jaeger. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.